Welcome to the Drop Doctors Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content. G'day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I will apologise in advance because it is pissing down uh, like it always does in Portland. So I'll try and mute out the the shitty rain sound, but uh, it's kind of how it is. Kind of how it is. Speaking of shitty sound, we are joined <laughs> by the Statesman. G'day everyone. Um, it's been a pretty good weekend, but I must say I've done about uh, 18 hours of work, so... It hasn't been uh, too much watching footy. I've just sort of had it in the background. But a uh, good weekend had by all. Uh, beautiful sunny up here, Steve. Just a nice 31 degrees today. I think it's 32 tomorrow, sunny. Um, I think 31 the next day, sunny. 32 the next day, sunny. So it's pretty good. Pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you and the crocodiles enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll have the same sort of skin by the end of your tenure there. Uh, Cam's left the room. He's magnificent, so, um, isn't he? Actually, it's 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 his best contribution to the pod for months. He said it was going to be loose, and he sat down, talked a bit of shit, and he's and he's just left. So reckons he fun. was going to rattle me. Maybe we yeah. said too much about punching things last week. He, um, I mean, well, I mean, he's not here, so we can basically say the the lockdown in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of conspiracy theories regarding Cam. And his views on the COVID situation. Well, the extremist views. It's um, (laughs) a lot of of things are adding up. But seriously, to our friends up in Queensland, we hope uh, your three-day lockdown isn't too bad. To our friends in Sydney, well, fuck. And Steve, very quickly, let's talk draft leagues. Um, Have you made the finals? Uh. It's up in the air. I'm sweating it out at the minute. It looks positive at the minute. It looks positive. I was, I was shit on at the start of the day, um, but I've run pure. I've absolutely run fucking pure today. So it's looking pretty good at the minute, but let's not jinx things just yet. All I'm going to say is Andy Brayshaw might be the greatest human being on the planet. Yeah, he's having a good one. All I need is Whitfield uh, to get about 95. Uh, it looked very good first quarter with his 33, but it's just about the end of the first half, and he's on 37. So he's mm. not doing too much second quarter, unfortunately. Yeah, it was... It's, you know what I hate is um, I hate having my captain in the last game. Yeah, it is shocking. It's always a sweat. i got... um. Josh Kelly, and it's just, you know, he's been nicked up a bit, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it looks like he's pulling out the goods, so hopefully we can hang on in uh, third grand final in four years. Well done. In, um, in the home league. I, I must say, the other thing we should be celebrating, it's um, now August. Yeah. Are you a horse? Um, so I've had the horse's three... birthday. <laughs> yeah, horse's birthday. Um, Don't punch him. Don't punch any horses. So I'm, I'm having my first... I've only had three sips and I'm feeling it already, but I haven't had an alcoholic beverage uh, for 37 days. Um, so the first one is going down rather nicely. Um, having a strange sensation. Um, it's going very strange in my mouth. So there you go. That's for drinking so much water for so long. I, um, I didn't... 
this is the first time ever I, I piked out on the dry July. Ooh, um, what did you do? When? Uh, 27th. Got to the 27th. Just, um, you know, we're pretty open about the mental health thing. Uh, the black dog was, uh, was getting me, Stato. And, um, Does like alcohol usually, help against the black dog? No, nah, so what, what happened was it's just been, I've been battling for a while and um, usually dry July is good because I, I can exercise and, um, and stay off the grog and usually that sort of um, kicks me back out of gear and I get, you know, good vibes again. But just with the lockdown and everything and um, I, so I couldn't go to the gym and build up my, my quad strength again to help me run, just um, just got me and I'm just like, man, if... if if not drinking and and exercise isn't helping me, you know, what's the point sort of thing? So I got on the piss, a couple <laughs> of bottles of red, woke up the next day feeling like death and took a couple of days and I was like, you know what, man, I've got to, I got to reevaluate my plan. So um, went to the doctor, downloaded a wellness app. Um, so um, things have been good last that's last, good um, to hear, mate. Couple days, so we're on the right track. But I think it's just important, like, like I had my strategy, and I've had this for years, um, but it's just not working for whatever reason. I don't know, but go talk to someone, um, reevaluate, come at it from a different angle, and and hopefully we can um, can get back on top of the situation because uh, it's a bit of a bastard, and I'm sure a lot of people are are dealing with those situations. Uh, with the various lockdowns or whatever is going on in their life. Yeah, it's certainly been a struggle over the last 18 months for uh, everyone around the country, some worse than others. But um, how is Queensland life uh, travelling at the moment, Cam? Yeah, yeah, shithouse, mate. Not not so good. Same, same as, you know, Steve, like echo those comments, not the, not the best place to be at the moment, uh, mentally or physically, Brisbane. However... Coming off the back of dry July, I was talking to these gentlemen, fine, fine gentlemen, earlier today, and, and I, I may have been drinking since one o'clock, and it is now seven. So <laughs> <coughs> this is this could be could be a little loose uh, on on my end, uh, but yeah, uh, we're we're sort of at the point where it seems like there was someone in a school. That's probably not not a good not a good thing for COVID to go to school and now it looks like we're we're going to be in lockdown for a while so hmm. all right mm. we wish you all the best thanks mate yeah it was crazy uh talking so six minutes into this podcast let's start talking about yeah. some f- football Where's some footy <laughs> well in in my home league uh, oh, no, fucking uh, here oh here we go, go. <laughs> shit <laughs> here we but go. uh crazy crazy scenes with the games being shifted one day didn't really work out for my gold coast sons but the inferior coast is the one I want to talk about. That's the West Coast, man. Oh, yeah. I would have thought 300th game for Shannon Hearn up against a, a pretty inexperienced Collingwood who haven't been... They've been up and down. They've been okay, but up and down. Um, I thought it was shocking, man. Like, absolutely shocking performance. And I'm looking at this team next year, and I'm trying to work out where the upside is aside from guys like say a, a Jake Waterman but yep. I know Josh Rotham's been pretty good so there's a couple young guys but it doesn't look like there's going to be much 
in the way of any sort of premium action, which can't really translate well to a, a fantasy output. No, I think you're spot on there. It's, um, uh, I mean, I was really intrigued with West's inclusion a couple of weeks ago. Had a really good debut, but haven't really liked too much what he's done since in the two games since. Um, I think they've sort of played their cards and saying, we're here for premiership. So the, the Tim Kelly move when you had no young midfielders really coming through, uh, bringing, bringing him in was uh, a top-up to go again. I think they've probably got one more shot at it, um, but they need all those players uh, to be there, available, uh, fit and ready to go. So a Luke Shuey at his best makes a massive difference to that club. I just surely, surely we're past Luke Shuey being at his best, and and surely we're past Premiership surely. contention. It's over. Like they, no, they've got one more shot at it. What? How? One more. Okay. They've got one more. It, I'm willing it, to it put has, a six It hasn't gone well this year. year. You haven't got Elliot Yo at your best. So I, I think um, he can be a real difference in that midfield. So Luke Shuey and a very fit Elliot Yo, And Tim Kelly's on one leg too. So they're just unfortunately uh, a little bit under the weather at the moment. But at their best, they're still a very good side. I I disagree, and actually I'm really willing to put a bet out for next year and say they're going to miss the eight. Do you want to take that six-pack on, Stato? You fucking coward. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I think That's what you get from uh, drinking from 1pm. Um, <laughs> you can do it. But, uh, I'm, look, at the end of the... Oh, I didn't hear it, actually. The siren was going off from the DC <laughs> Um All I heard you say was something about um, them not making the eight. Yeah, six-pack. Eagles don't make the eight next year. Yeah, that's fine. Quite oh, happy wow. with that. Oh, okay, sweet. Like so... It, Maybe there is upside then, Stato. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think there is, but I think they're going to fall off the cliff quickly when they do. Like a, like a Tim Kelly, if he's up and about at his best, surely the opposition teams have put the clamps on him. Yeah, absolutely. But then you've got Elliot Yo, you've got Luke Shuey. So oh. they've, they've got a bit. They've got a forward line. They've got a good defence when they're fit. Um, so they've got actually good building blocks. I think they're going to be amazing with star recruits like Zach Giles Langdon and Alex Witherton. Brilliant. Really good know. team. There's a team where, where, where there more needs to go right than wrong. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, no, I'd, anyway. I think they've got one more crack at it and then they're doing the Hawthorne-Richmond thing. They're sliding down. It might happen next year. It might fall to bits next year. It will fall to bits somewhere along the line. They've got to rebuild. Um, but I think they've got enough talent on the list to have one more crack. Hmm. Someone who's falling to bits. Cam, what's your talking point of the week? Fucking don't have one. Uh, except for the fact that uh, I guess... Mm. <laughs> mm, mm. I guess the main thing for me like, is going in next year. Steve, you brought up a really good point around which teams are probably looking quite poor going into next year with West Coast. Uh, I think Gold Coast, uh, your boys, Steve, may not look so strong going into next year. 
as well. And, and actually, I really struggle to find someone who's going to be that out-and-out scorer from a fantasy, from a fantasy perspective, with the exception of Took Miller in that team. Like, I, I, they're, they're the same. Both coasts suck. They're terrible. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. You've lost it. You've it's lost fucking it. loose, man. I just think you, that's just crazy. You reckon crazy. Gold Coast are good next year? I think they have all the pieces, man. Yep, really. Agree. Yep, yeah. they just need the experience or yeah, the coach. You, and they're getting the coach? And, and it comes quickly when it when when it clicks. It comes quickly. Gold Coast to miss the eight next season. <laughs> Six pack, Steve. No, well, they'll probably will miss the eight. So it seems like oh. I'd get better odds on them making the eight than a than a straight one to one bet with you. So I, I think I'll pass on that. Uh, Stato, I, and can you yeah, can you just I'll, bring some sense I'll, into this? I'll, mate? I'll try very hard, mate. I just thankfully we're recording this because it's one of those discussion points that Cam may not remember tomorrow, and thankfully we've got the record so we can pick up our six packs. Uh, so my fantasy talking point is it's never too late in the season for coaches to swap magnets or even swap the type of roles, like becoming a defensive role rather than an attacking role. So this can hurt, but it also can create opportunities. So your M1, maybe Tim Taranto, um, uh, can become stranded in the forward line with his average dropping. Um, Ridley can stop being the intercept marker and now become a closed-down defender role. Um, but the opportunities will still come from the waiver wire. So if you're in the finals, it's really important you keep an eye on the trends, what's happening on the footy field, and also an eye on the waiver wire because that's how you can protect against your players that are going poorly. Yeah, Cam. Stato, I'm pretty certain that was my talking point last week. Anyway, can you just give your phone to Jen, mate? That's all I'm going to say. Like, <laughs> because you, you might not be aware, um, but every now and again, I've, I've had a little bit too much to drink and jumped on the Twitters. Not saying it happens regularly, um, but <laughs> sometimes you might Twitters. regret that. Sometimes you might wake up and go, fuck, let's just, let's just pretend that didn't happen. But you've got 74 <laughs> notifications. So, um, anyway... Anyway, moving on. The waiver wire. For the listeners out there, we use the under the 70% ownership threshold on Ultimate Footy to determine our waiver pickups. Certainly at this time of year, if you're in a shallower league, uh, there'll be better options available because you'll be in your finals, less teams. Um, and this is the first time I think I've ever had a 0% ownership player on my list. Oh, wow. I've got a 1%. Who's your zero? Go your zero. It's like countdown. You you get the first call. Connor Nash. Oh, wow. 0% own. He had 12 contested, 7 clearances, 9 tackles. What the fuck? He looked awesome as well. <laughs> super, yeah. super good. And super that's good. with Cozzy out, of course. Gets more of an opportunity. Well, because he sits more forward, right? Conor Nash was literally in the mid and just bashing people up. There was a, a point where he just ran over the top of Zorko and it looked fucking awesome. Like, he, he is he's good. He, he's very good. The only problem, I have a lot of forwards this week. So, he's listed mm. as a forward and um, there's probably better options. Uh, 
I got Justin McInerney at 58%, playing St Kilda. Uh, scored pretty well again this week. Jake Waterman, he's had two 90s in a row. Listen yeah, it looks forward. good. Um, probably the bright spot for the for the Eagles fans out there. Mm-hmm. Probably a bit of a, a deeper league play. Nick Larkey, um, like 12% owned sort of thing. Playing Richmond, Richmond defensive stocks, taking a bit of hammering. North Melbourne will do you at the clearances. It's just how effective they are going forward is the key. Um, I think Stato, you mentioned Jack Silvani last week, 52% own. He played pure rock this week. Yeah. The problem, like, what's weird is that Carlton and Gold Coast are playing each other next week. We know Zach Smith or the idea of Zach Smith was playing ruck this week. They've run Christy Burgess into the ground. Carlton, Pitnett's injured. TDK looks injured. So I'd, I'd just monitor that situation <coughs> and see if I could exploit it. Uh, it's not really a great pickup option, but uh, I'd certainly, if there's a rando player with position playing all the ruck time, that's uh, that's one you want to exploit. Honestly, I reckon that's the best pickup of the week, Jack Silvani. Yeah. Like, I really don't see TDK playing next week, and so if that doesn't happen, then you're going to have bulk ruck time Silvani, and he actually looked really good. And uh, if you listened to last week's show, I said that last week came. Oh jeez! So that's victory. just payback. That's just your, vic- payback. your victory lap, Stato. You you hell. you predicted Jack Silvani playing one out in the ruck. What well on Stato? Yeah, that's yeah. why Stato's you're like a multiple incredible. hat winner. Are you the Matrix? That's amazing. <laughs> oh, you you wouldn't have any waiver pickups, would you? Go can? to Stato. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, no wait. We'll do you last, and then you can just say no. Nah, mine. Are, oh, you mentioned all the guys. I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you mentioned all the guys. Yeah. It's exactly. It's always a good line when you do no prep. Hey, you guys go for. Oh no, you've covered it. Um, yeah. So I've got a one percent owner, which is the better Guthrie, Zach. Oh, Massive wow. score on the weekend. Uh, we'll say he was a late inclusion. So, but look, that performance surely it means he continues to get an opportunity. So we certainly hope so. Uh, a twelve percent owner is Trey Rusco. Um, he's found a really nice role in defence, and he's actually averaging over 80 in his last three games. So Collingwood have actually looked pretty good over the last couple of weeks, um, although they got run over the top by Carlton two weeks ago. Uh, this week they were absolutely superb, and he just looks like he's got a great role. Um, I've got a 10% owner, so most of these that I've mentioned so far should be available in nearly every competition. Uh, Daniel McStay. So he seems to be the one that's getting a bump from Hipwood's injury. It's got a 78 and a 97 in the last two weeks. But even the last five, he's averaging 72.9. So Daniel McStay, our forward lines are a bit weak. Um, My last two I did mention last week was Jake Waterman and Jack Silvani. Um, which you mentioned as well, Steve. You got any others to add, Cam? Oh, I think I had all those. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, so some pretty tasty options there. Just to get on track, Quainor people have sort of looked at as being a breakout. He seems to be the the more small role playing defender, less yep. attacking option. Uh, is that is that how you'd see that position? position breaking down and also people have been mentioning uh, Maynard might be on his way to Melbourne uh, next year what oh, I hadn't heard that that's 
Really? Well, I've seen it on I've seen it on the Twitters. So Christ, who knows? It might be just be big footy, but if that opens up, does does Rusco uh, look good from a keeper perspective in that role? Yeah, I, I I don't know to be honest, mate. The interesting thing, what I've been reading about Maynard is him saying he's really pushing to get into the midfield. So I took that as Collingwood. I, I know what I need to do. I need to build the tank. Um, but that's where I see myself playing my best footy. So that's the language I've heard over the last two weeks. Um, if he really wants to be a midfielder, I reckon the last place he should be going is Melbourne because he'll be playing in defence in Melbourne. He will not be playing in that midfield. They've got so much coming through, it's unbelievable. James Jordan can't get a game, and he looks like a superb young player. Yeah, it's, it's not happening for him at Collingwood either, though. No, but they've got some older ones sitting in there at the moment, so the space is opening up. Pendles is 33, uh, Sidey's 31, Jordan to goey jail. No, I didn't say that. Um, so you, you've got you've got a fair bit of space opening up. They've got an ageing midfield, um, and I won't say the youngsters look like the inside type. You've also got Taylor Adams, I think's 27, might be 28, um, but injury prone as well. So, um, so Maynard at twenty four. So you think of um, Callum Mills, his transition. We've talked about it for years. They've got so many midfielders at Sydney, but Whammo, it's the right thing. Off he goes. He's their best midfielder now. No, and it, well, I, I take issue with that because they've got Adams, who's clearly not doing anything else but doing that. They've pushed Jordan to go into the midfield, who's not old. They push Jack Crisp through the midfield, who does the same thing, really, that, that Maynard does. So they've had every opportunity to give him that spot this year and haven't done it. No, but he hasn't got the tank, and he's acknowledged that. Mm. But it also doesn't mean he's going to Melbourne, right? Like, I'm pretty certain there's going to be some other suitors out there who can see his ball use and think, well, actually, he's going to be pretty good at any other club. He just needs to build that tank. So I wouldn't lock him in for Melbourne. I'm just saying, just, you know, love a rumour. That's how you get a reporter's gig, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Just Just go on big footy. Just go on big footy and go, fuck, yeah, that 14-year-old's on the money there. That sounds good. Fit to print. Stonk watch. A club source told me. Yeah, yes. Staff writers. Staff writers. (laughs) God bless it. Stonk watch. Well, my buy low, and I will say this has got a bit of... uh, would have pissed both me and Cam off this week. Um, but his form hasn't been great since his injury very early in the season. That's Jordan Ridley. He was uh, a bit more of a lockdown role this week, but 38 points. I mean, when you consider his kickouts, probably made 15 or 18 of those, that's a pretty shy day. Three marks in total he took. Wow. Yeah, thank fuck I was playing him, man. That's where I just ran pure. Ran pure. Mm-hmm. And who's going up? Who am I selling? Hi. Yeah. Tim Taranto. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Uh, if I owned Tim and I was in the finals, I would want away from that. So he's my sell high. Keeper perspective? Oh, keeper's different. There's no doubts about that. But I've still got my concerns. 
So you talk about the Collingwood midfield. Look at the GWS midfield. Yeah, and that's why I was sort of being cagey about Tom Green. But, man, Tim Tarano? Yep, he's playing he in the scoring. forward line and getting spot rolls in the midfield. I mean, yeah. today he's doing it again. He's got 32 points at half time. He's going for another 60. And this yeah. is a bloke you drafted at M1. Mm. At best, M2. It's a serious yeah. slide. Serious slide. Massive. Yeah. Wow. And so, so mainly for like your redraft, you're stuck. At this point, yeah, you're right? stuck in you're, you're stuck you're, in redraft. You're yeah. stuck. Yeah. Jeez, yep, that's rough. Yep. It, it's it's only competitions that don't have the the trade deadline. Wow. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd be interested. In, I reckon it could be a good buy low and a keeper like Callan Ward retires and yeah, some someone gets signed away. The the guy who I reckon's a problem though is Jacob Hopper. Man, he can't do jack shit else. So he is just gobbling up. CBAs in one of those spots. They've got too many. Yeah. And, and in fact, part of their issue now is their key position stocks. So if I was list managing them, I'd be selling some of these massive assets, and they are massive assets, to get some key position stocks. Because they've not got another crew coming through. So Tom Green... Looks absolutely superb, but he's another. He's a predominant inside midfielder. Um, is it O'Halloran is another one, 33, Xavier O'Halloran. Um, and I think there's Shipley's another one that's just not even getting a game. They'll probably be getting games at other clubs. Mm, amazing. Interesting times for the... Giants players. So Cogs isn't even in this game, and here's Taranto not getting any mid-time. Yeah. 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 This might be the longest victory lap I've ever seen, but I remember saying he was going to push forward over Cogs. And look what's happening without Cogs in the team. He's pushing forward. Anyway, can we ever talk about Chera and Brayshaw just in the game that's happening at the moment? Holy shit. Like, without Nat Fife in the team... They are going seriously big. Like, that is phenomenal. How's Sarong big. going? Uh, not as good. So, Sarong's sitting on 75, got, going up to the end of the game, 24 minutes into the fourth. Adam yeah. Chera, 136. Oof. Andrew Brayshaw, 147. Oof. And they're winning. So, good scenes. Sarong's TOG is pretty limited. Um, but. Yeah, and and this is, I got a big question about Paddy Cripps, right? Yeah. So if you get eighty percent, like, and I'll, I'll talk about Supercoach for a second because it sort of affects Supercoach more. Um, been doing a bit more CBA research. If you get eighty percent of your team's CBAs, you're a guaranteed Supercoach ton, unless your name's Paddy Cripps and you are washed. Like, it stands out like a sore thumb, and I just. I don't know what to do with him for next year. They go, oh, he's playing hurt. Well, if he's been playing hurt, he's been playing hurt for two years. Why haven't you rested him or got yeah. him right? Is he hurting himself or going, no, no, I'm good. I'll play through it. They've just given this guy a six-year deal, man. Or is he just Jacob Hopper? Just, 
He's got some tricks that you can use up forward, I reckon, Paddock Cripps. And and maybe he's... and I mean, the big difference is that little bit of pace. But like anyone, if you're not 100%, it's hard to um, achieve what people expect you to achieve. So what I'm thinking with him is maybe he should become um, part burst player in the midfield and the third tall up forward. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if he can. Like, I feel like they've tried that before and he, he doesn't have the ability to beat the third best defender. Like We've seen that before and he, he has not ever had a high ceiling from a goals perspective. He just doesn't do it. But he'll grab attention. So if he brings it to, to ground, which he can, that's when you're smalls, your your OEs and and crew actually kick goals. It's not about what he does, it's about what the team does. We certainly see that every every time a, a dominant inside midfielder goes out, you see Cunnington go out, well, it's no surprises. LDU stepped up with a really good game and Jai Simpkin yeah. had a ton and it, it just happens everywhere we see it. So LDU no, was a slow burn, but he's coming good. The problem, the problem is you, you need these roles. Like, it's all role-driven, right? Like, if LDU's yeah. kind of splitting inside, outside, 40% CBAs, other times on the wing, well, it's hard to build a score that way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... um, If you can get that 70-plus with limited competition, you're on an absolute winner. True. Uh, Cam Stonks... Down, up, no, that's it. You got nothing. My stonk's up. Anyone Ooh. who the media rip. Oh wow. What? The Sun. So the, the, re- the respond to the respond to the criticism on the back page of the Herald Sun and whammo, they're flying. I'm I'm driving down Narrative Street because there is nothing to back this up. Suns got ripped. <laughs> Got ripped. Moving Matazzi. What did they do? They won games. They played really good footy. Bucks out. What happens? They tear it up. Beat Melbourne. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Hawks. Succession plan. What a failure. Piece of shit. Yeah, what a shit have club a, they have are. A, Clarks have, out. Have a yep. big win. Have a big win. Yep. Carlton. Teague out. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Play goodbye. like absolute world beaters. Whoever yeah. the media come after next week, which is probably the Suns again. Yep. They're get back. on. They're back. <laughs> get on. <laughs> No, fair enough. Oh, actually, I remember Frio were told this week that this season's over. Fife out, Walder's out, your season's over, you've got nothing to play for, you can't beat anyone. They're going to beat Richmond. They're going to end Richmond's season. Absolute scenes. Unbelievable. So, yeah, media, media Street, it's a, um, it's a thing, potentially. 182 super coach. For whom? The Bray great Shaw. man, Goatshaw. Take that, Dano. Like I said, boys, I ran pure today. <laughs> so, Cam, see if you can slap yourself around, clean up. How's the hat watch going, by the way? Close. Close? I got... Yeah, it's pretty close. Ooh. Yep. I've been... like Two weeks ago, I'm, I needed to make a really hard trade, and I bought in... Uh, Jack Bowes and Christian Salem and since B 
both have gone like 60s. It's been really painful. But actually, I think I've come into about 200 this week. Good luck, mate. Yeah, Keep we'll see up. how we go. Fingers crossed. I'm not sure I want to. I'm not sure I want to do the podcast where you're the most recent hat winner. I I don't think you want to do a podcast where I'm more successful than you. That's any podcast. Oh, it is. So, in fantasy though. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no. No. I mean, you were I've last done... year. You won the listener league. The the keeper yeah, league. Right. Oh, the keeper. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Well, I'm starting to build a pedigree, boys. Pedigree. Fuck, I'm sorry for tonight. <laughs> Fuck, I'm real sorry. All good, for tonight. mate. Um, look after yourself in Queensland. Yeah, I would never be that unprofessional, Cam. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, listeners. See you. Uh, thanks, everyone. Next Have week. a good week. <laughs>